Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. I'm Eric Gao, and today we're heading to the island nation of Fiji with Taiwan's ambassador there, Mr. Jeffrey Gao. Ambassador, welcome to the program. Thank you very much, Eric. Uh, ambassador, to start, off, start us off, uh, please just describe Fiji for our listeners. Oh, uh, Fiji is a very special country, you know, located in the center of the South Pacific Ocean. It's about 3,200 kilometers, you know, northeast of Sydney, Australia, about a four-hour flight from there. Now, Fiji has much to offer visitors. Sunshine, deep blue waters that are crystal clear, world-class diving, dreamy landscape, and rich wildlife. All of these have made Fiji one of the most sought-after tourist destinations. You know, Fiji attracts hundreds of thousands of tourists from around the world every year. A few celebrities, including you know, Bill Gates and Mel Gibson, even call Fiji home. They bought islands in Fiji so as to enjoy the most secluded and serene spots possible whenever they need. Fiji has very nice people. They are mainly made up of indigenous Fijians or Itauke and uh, descendants of settlers from India who came in the 19th century to help with the sugarcane industry and ended up settling down this beautiful island country. Other settlers hail from Asia, Europe, and other parts of the world, and this has made Fiji a welcoming multicultural society. The English language, which is the official language of Fiji, is widely spoken here by all people. And because our people, our nationals, are included in Fiji's visa waiver program, we are not required to obtain a visa before entering the country. However, remember that your passport must be valid for at least six months from the date of entry into Fiji. We also need to show a return or outbound air ticket and sometimes confirmation of accommodation for the duration of our stay. In very rare cases, immigration officers might require travelers to produce a copy of their latest bank statement or other documents to prove they have the means to support themselves during their stay. As for the weather, the average temperature hovers between 26 and 31 degrees Celsius in the daytime. The sunshine in Fiji is oftentimes very strong, especially from October to April. So it is advisable that you bring sunglasses, suntan lotion, and hats. Also, mosquito repellent is, is highly recommended to prevent mosquito bites, especially when you are traveling to remote islands. Bear in mind that dengue fever is not a stranger here in the summer. Ambassador, you mentioned that there's a lot of different cultural influences in Fiji. So uh, what kind of big like, cultural celebrations are held in the country, and what, what's the impact that's had on the, uh, the cuisine there? Uh, Fiji holds a variety of special events throughout the year, the biggest of which is undoubtedly the Hibiscus Festival, since the festival came into being in 1956, it has evolved into a nine-day event, drawing large crowds from around the country. It is held every August to coincide with the second-term school break and, of course, the blossoming of hibiscus flowers. The main attractions of the festival are the uh, hibiscus beauty pageant and the crowning of the hibiscus queen. People also go to the concerts and the amusement park to check out the various stores and enjoy the free entertainment from morning to night. There are many other festivals throughout the year, such as the Fiji International Jazz and Blues Festival, the Bula Festival, the World Music Festival, and Diwali, the Festival of Lights, which is the Indian New Year celebration.
As for food, again, Fiji is a multicultural country, making home to people of various ethnicities and traditions. In most homes, dishes of other cultures are prepared on a regular basis, such as Indian curries and Chinese dishes. Fiji is also famous for both its seafood and its traditional food and drinks. Visitors should try traditional Fijian dishes, such as lovo, which is cooked underground in earth ovens. They also you know, should try some traditional drinks, such as kava, which is consumed throughout the Pacific. It is made from a plant root that has sedative and anesthetic properties. It relaxes you without clouding your mental abilities. In addition to traditional Fijian food and beverages, a wide range of cuisines from Europe, Japan, Korea, men in China and Mexico can also be found in Fiji. Uh, Ambassador, turning now to more uh, serious matters, how, uh, how are the current relations between Fiji and Taiwan looking? Taiwan and Fiji have had very good substantive relations since the 1970s. We set up the tradition of the Republic of China in Fiji, our office, in 1971, only one year after Fiji gained independence. Over the past 40-some years, you know, my government has engaged with the uh, Fijian government in various joint development programs covering such areas as agriculture, healthcare, clean energy, and human resources training. In the past few years, Taiwan has redoubled its efforts to heighten its role as a provider of international humanitarian assistance. As such, we have stepped up our efforts to enhance our engagement with Fiji and other friends and allies around the world. Here in Fiji, Taiwan operates the train mission of the ROC Taiwan, that's my office, and a Taiwan technical mission later comprises four experts with two assistants here in Fiji. They help teach local farmers how to grow higher-value vegetables and other crops in order to improve their livelihood. We also seek ways to enhance Fiji's mental health care system and boost its fight against climate change. Fiji is the transport hub for the uh, South Pacific region. Therefore, our joint development project here could have wider implications that benefit other countries and territories in this region. Uh, Ambassador, before we go, in your opinion, what makes Fiji such a special place that people should go and visit? Well, our scientific research projects have discovered that most indigenous people in the South Pacific region have close cultural links to indigenous tribes in Taiwan, such as the Amis tribe in eastern Taiwan and the Paiwan tribe in southern Taiwan. In fact, the Itauke people of Fiji and certain Taiwanese indigenous people share some very basic vocabulary, such as eyes, yanjing, mata, and years, Dalinga. And they have the same style of houses too, and they, they share the same legacy of communal culture. You know, the concept of communal culture is still very strong among the indigenous Itauke people here in Fiji. For instance, if an Itauke person loses his job and can no longer provide for himself, he can always return to his village and count on his fellow villagers to support him. In a traditional Fijian village, when people are having a meal, they have, they have to leave the door open and ask everyone passing by to come and join them for a bite to eat. I was told by someone who does research on the culture of the Amis tribe you know, of Taiwan 
that the armies used to have this kind of practice in their villages. However, it fell out of use after they came into contact with the outside world. It is very heartwarming to learn that the Itauke people in Fiji still practice this precious tradition. Even after they move to the urban areas, they still welcome and take care of people from their villages. Judging from what I have witnessed so far, I have no doubt that people here are the most content, and I should say Fiji as a whole is the happiest nation in the world. We've been chatting with Ambassador Jeffrey Gao, based in Fiji. Ambassador, thank you so much for joining me on the air today. Thank you very much, Eric. And that wraps up another edition of Taiwan Abroad here on ICRT. I'm Eric Gao, and thank you all for tuning in this morning.